Hi, thank you for joining me on Holy Spirit Feed. This is Jen Johnson. I can't wait to share what Holy Spirit has been revealing. I'm praying that your spiritual senses will be open to receiving what Holy Spirit has for you. Welcome back to part two of Future Tellers. Hey, the last episode I shared a dream of something, and I'll just give a short version Just some background on that. My youngest daughter has already graduated, um, so she would have no reason to go to her school. But I had dreamed that she had gone to her old high school and was with a couple of office ladies in the dream. And then she came home just a couple hours later and said that she had gone to her old high school (laughs) and that there had been a lockdown and that she got stuck in the office with these two office ladies. And I was like, what? So basically, I had dreamed the future and the very near future, not just something distant and vague, but very specific. Well, that dream I shared, that happened in, I don't know, I would say mid-September of 2023. And I had dreamed that right before I woke up. Then just a few days later, I had another dream, same type of thing, last dream of the morning. And in that dream, there was a bunch of candy and there was specifically two fun size Twix. How many Twix fans do we have out there? Come on, they're awesome. But there was two fun size Twix. And for some reason in the dream, those were highlighted. And just a side note, pay attention to what the Lord highlights in dreams. There may be a lot going on, but you're just looking for the details that might be highlighted to help you interpret. So in the dream, those two fun-sized Twix were highlighted amongst a bunch of other candy. And that was the dream. It was extremely basic, very simple. Now, let me give you the backstory on that. A week or so before I had this Twix candy dream, I had been pulled over for speeding in my neighborhood by the neighborhood kids. How many know, like, this is serious, right? (laughs) Yes, you're thinking, man, she must live in a rough neighborhood. Anyway, um, so I had been pulled over a couple weeks before, and they they had told me, hey, you got to pay the bail because we're going to arrest you for speeding, and you got to pay the bail in candy. So, hey, I had no choice. I took their order. They wanted troll gummy worms, Skittles, and Twix. And I went to the store and I couldn't find the Twix, so I bought Kit Kats. So the morning that I had that dream, I woke up, at some point realized that the kids were outside, and I went to give them the candy. And as I'm walking out the door, I told my husband, I said, hey, I'm going to give them the candy. I couldn't get the Twix. They didn't have any, so I got Kit Kats instead. And then out I go. I come back, and he has this bag of candy with all these different things in there that he had gotten from work the day before. And can you guess what was in there? Two fun-sized Twix. Come on. (laughs) From the dream to the candy bale payout, like probably just a couple of hours time span. So there we go again. Another incident of dreaming the very near future about something that seems like it wasn't even important. But it was because God was speaking. He was telling me, 
Pay attention to your dreams. I'm speaking, and you are a future teller. In John 15, it says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. You have not because you ask not. Seek me with all your heart and you will find me. In 2 Chronicles 1.7, it says, That night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. In Solomon's case, he asked for wisdom. God gave him a ton more. I just read off a bunch of scripture. These are examples that God wants to give us things. Sometimes we need to ask and believe that he will tell us the future. This is a simple message. Ask, believe, receive. Connect with God and know things about the future. Know what's next and use that to your benefit and for others' benefit as well. This is about trusting him completely, not doubting him, and instead believe, just believe. Remember, Thomas put his hands in Jesus' scars, and Jesus said, believe. Not just that he died on the cross and rose again, but that he's got your back, that he knows what's next, and that he wants to let us in on it. Humility, trust, seeking him with all our heart, we will find him. And with him comes the answers that we need, the guidance, the blueprint for the future, because you are a future teller too. Around the same time this was happening, I had listened to a message by Bill Johnson. Um, He had just made a few comments, and I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. Bill said it right, so I'm just going to kind of reiterate what he had said. I'm not quoting him directly here, just sharing from memory, because what he shared about really speaks to what we're talking about today. So if this is slightly off, I pre-apologize. But he was saying that, you know, sometimes people are kind of crying about this and that. But a lot of times what has happened is they have just chosen to walk away from God. They chose to go in the opposite direction of God. And sometimes people are like, pray for me. You know, sometimes the answer is, just to pray that that you'll repent. Um, <laughs> I know it's kind of funny, but it's true. I mean, it's your choice. Prayer really isn't always the answer. Sometimes it's repentance. It's changing our mind and coming into agreement with God. You know, you may have gotten yourself into a situation where you're financially dependent, maybe on a certain job, that wasn't the right choice in the first place. And if you repented you'd have to quit and be out of that money. And maybe you sort of like the things about being in that situation, about being in that job, in that position. Maybe it strokes your ego. Maybe you need it to keep going emotionally. It could be a number of things. This is just an example off the top of my head. But the end of it is, if you've chosen a direction that God hasn't chosen, repent and head back to him. He will work it out if you humble yourself. In the analogy, Bill Johnson had referenced this verse, Matthew 11, 29 through 30, where it talks about, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. And the whole idea he was conveying was that God's yoke is easy, his burden is light, that idea of being yoked together with God, like the oxen are hooked together. But when one oxen pulls away from the other, 
that's when a problem happens. Let's say the big ox is God and there's a little one that's you and somebody's going to get hurt when there's a separation and it won't be him. God is telling us, I know the way for your own good. I'm going to lead you in the right direction. Don't pull away. Stay connected to me or it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. And you will have done it to yourself, brought that pain on yourself. He's saying, follow me and I'll tell you things to come. John sixteen thirteen. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. I love that verse. I feel like I talk about it a lot because it's true. We call this podcast Holy Spirit Feed. We want to hear from Him about everything. Jeremiah 33, 3. This is New American Standard. It says, I will tell you great and mighty things, things you do not know. The Amplified Version, it says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you and even show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. Okay, so there it is again, that things are sometimes hidden from us. But you can know these things through God, you can. Anyone listening need anything? Maybe a financial need? Maybe a job is messed up? Maybe family relationships? Or some random problem that you just have no idea how to fix? Come on, (laughs) we've all been through that. God knows the future. He knows what needs to happen. Quit doing whatever else to just make it, to barely get by, just getting through it. We are not here for that. We are here to thrive. Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. The ESV version says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Quit doing whatever else and instead seek first the kingdom of God above all else. So seek him and all these things will be added to you. What will be added? Peace, wisdom, whatever you need, he'll add it. But we follow his way because he knows the future. He wants us to as well. He wants to tell us the future and he wants us to tell the future as well because you are future tellers. 